So hi, one of the Good Noise Podcasts. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with... Rivals! <laughs> What's up? I'm Kaylee Wolf. I'm a singer. I'm Nickit. I play the string guitar. <laughs> I'm Josh. I play drums. And we're Rivals. Hell yeah. And uh, we're going to ask them some questions today. I'm going to start. Uh, so what inspired you guys to start the band? And what does the band name mean? Well, uh, we got inspired to start the band when... Um, <laughs> that's very inspiring we were young and we were like yeah we're gonna be famous and then that me like two percent of that worked <laughs> got, a, got a small following on twitter <laughs> i got about 50 likes a tweet no big deal oh my god wow that's actually pretty good yeah that's actually, that's pretty good yeah we don't, we don't even get that no <laughs> it's not it's twitter's hard it like is. some tweets will get like two tweet two tweets two likes and then others will get like my paramore tweet of course was the first time i ever went viral oh five thousand no big deal wow whoa, whoa. okay <laughs> all right she retweeted it so of course it was gonna oh my god yeah blow That's up funny. yeah all no right. big deal <laughs> and the uh, um the band name oh we're rivals <laughs> I guess I didn't say that. We're rivals. No, I mean, like, why did you choose rivals? Like, what does it mean? What does it mean? We, we, know, we, we know your name is rivals. Sorry. Um, it's okay. It's okay. I got this. Um, um, how? Um, we didn't really have a reason for the name. It's just okay. we kind of just chose a couple things that we liked, and then mm-hmm. uh, Mickey and I have different versions, but essentially. Well, a hat was involved and a hat wasn't involved um and we just chose one okay it was okay. a gamble yeah because yeah. you've that at and now dreamers is actually a really big band yeah that's right funny how that works out god damn go give them a season to this letter differently at one point <laughs> okay yeah it was spelled differently at one point it was like it was rival spelled out the way that it is now and then at one point it was uh, abbreviated to RVLF, which is somehow still kind of there, but not really. And then we switched it back now to the the long format. Okay. Yeah, we're all okay. above. Just whatever people feel like calling you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so congratulations on your newest release. Sad looks pretty on me. How do you feel the response to that mm-hmm. album so far? Take it. You want to hear one of y'all? Uh, we're excited. I mean, it, you know, with everything going on right now. Now it's it's been. Looked at me. Sorry. Uh, it's been complicated, so it's been nice to uh, to exist again for a second. You know, like I feel like uh, everybody, everybody like couldn't tour, couldn't do anything, so it just it all just kind of died out. And you know, now we release something, and people are like excited again. So we're excited again, and we hope soon that we can start playing music for everybody live you know oh yeah definitely all right uh so you guys have a couple of features on this album one with elijah witt and another with dutch melrose uh how'd those come about um well witt has sort of like in a way been like cheering us on from the beginning um since we pretty much started as a band Mm -hmm. like pretty close um and so that one was just kind of like this makes sense yeah yeah and then um um Dutch, actually, the first song that I ever made as an artist was with him. 
Mm -hmm. um, before oh. Rivals. Before, mm -hmm. Hopefully you never find it. It's awful. As oh. <laughs> <laughs> was my pop days. And um, mm -hmm. I guess I still am sort of in my pop days. Yeah. We're 360ing. No big deal. Never really, exactly. never really left. <laughs> Early. Yeah. Um, and yeah, um, it just made sense to have him on it. It was like two full circle features that like were really personal um, to us as a band and then one um, for me. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Makes sense. All right. Uh, so what made you choose Lavenders as your lead single for this album? Um, uh -huh. maybe... <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, nice. It was like Lavenders has to be the single. Really? Yeah, it was him. I don't think that's I actually... think it also... I think that's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I remember it. Okay. We were... uh, Josh, you go. You have You have things to say. Yeah, I think I remember it was like we had like a, a, a selection of there was like a handful that we were looking at of, as mm -hmm. being our first single. And um, I think there was like four songs that we were looking at as being our first single. And I think all of them ended up being singles eventually, mm -hmm. you know, okay, put out. But um, I think the reason why we chose Lavenders was because we knew we wanted we knew we we had something to say mm -hmm. visually and lyrically and we wanted to do that the best way possible and we felt that lavenders audioly was pushing that us to that next level that we knew this record was going to be yeah and then visually with the music video um you know hats off to to make it and um and mark and and cody blue for for making these with us but we really wanted to push the visual aspect and the storytelling aspect too with the song. Okay. And that's why there's like the extra imagery in there, like all the Beirut stuff and just like, you know, all of the, the missing children. And just, we had, there was a lot of things that we wanted to say. We wanted our first single to be, hey, we're here, we have a stance. We have, mm -hmm. you know, we're rivals, we're here to show the world that like shit's messed up and that's what this is about, you know? Yeah. yeah. At least that was my idea of it. All right, so it was just awesome. the one that like you could get the most eyes on, like be the biggest. Yeah. Okay. I also felt like it was almost like the way that we ordered them um, was very like, okay, lavenders probably sounds like the most like our old stuff, mm -hmm. and I was like, okay, so let's like ease everybody in. Yeah. Uh, especially since we have some songs that are like very much not like the old stuff. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so then we did lavenders, and then we did fake rich, which was like people were like, what? Yeah, and it was a little switch up. Pretty on me. Which is like, okay, that's still pretty rivals. And then it was like strawberries. And everyone was like, what? <laughs> yeah, it was a roller coaster. Yeah, and then we did Alkaline, um, which is very rivals. It's like, I honestly would have put Alkaline on the Supernova EP if we had written it at that point. Mm -hmm. um, we, and then like, we were like, okay, well, we're going to drop the whole record. We change things. And yeah. just like, kind of this like flip flop between like very typical rivals sound to like, oh, this is like alternative rival sound. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> alternative rivals alternative rivals what was the idea behind like dropping so many singles for the album i'm always curious when a band drops more than like three singles COVID. okay oh just <laughs> yeah, bored um so we okay so i i love singles i think they're so much more lucrative yeah but like i also think that an album accompanying those is also very important mm -hmm. so it's something that i had wanted to do for this record forever and our label was like, no, we're not doing that. Like, stop it. And I was like, oh. Mm -hmm. And then we were going to release last summer and then COVID hit. Mm -hmm. 
so we were like it was like end of summer and I called my label and I was like guess what we're doing um and they couldn't say no because it made the most sense like Mm -hmm. with everything going on with COVID we were trying to like stretch the release out as long as we possibly could because we didn't know what the heck was happening mm-hmm. um and then yeah so um yeah okay. that's that so makes sense finally that got to live sense. out your dream of yeah. dropping as many singles as possible uh so mm-hmm. you started a series uh looking up the lyrics on your youtube channel uh what was the inspiration behind that i don't know just wanted to tell people what the songs were about like what was the vibe behind them and like what like we were thinking when we had like originally like written them and stuff and also partially because, um, oh my God, Josh, sorry, side note, Josh, Josh, did you see Do- Dogecoin's almost at 19 cents? Oh, I know. I'm looking at my Robin sorry, right I now. Looked up <laughs> that and I'm like, eh, sorry, I like, I'm looking like, at it right now. Um, Wait, Dogecoin? As in like the, it was, I bought it for oh, yeah, four cents. It's at 19 right now. Oh, sorry. My ex- I might have to hop on that. I'm like, yes. I literally don't know if I should right now i'm like i don't know Josh, I was just, when he said just texted the group chat he's like bro joe's coins up to 18 cents i'm at $1, oh my god like, up $1, yeah god bro, damn we, i might need to both. invest in dogecoin <laughs> <laughs> wow oh god, okay sorry where was i before i was rudely interrupted by my excitement of, of my investment <laughs> dogecoin skyrocketing oh we made uh looking up the lyrics for mm-hmm. the sake that uh it's nice to be able to hear from the band specifically especially the singer who makes the lyrics mm-hmm. uh what the songs are about personally to them instead of just the you know generalized idea that you get when you listen to it because i feel like a lot of times when people write songs you you really uh internally bias how you feel onto what the lyrics are of a song and mm-hmm. now you can be like oh this is what i thought it was about and this is what it's actually about interesting that's great that i took it in a different way you know yeah okay. i think it's very cool i guess it also came out of the covid boredom as well like if you guys were on tour <laughs> right now this wouldn't be a thing not. okay no. okay Internet content, so yeah mm-hmm. yeah so is there any meaning behind the album name did the track come first the album come first what's up with that string of words came first (laughs) um yeah so um i um was at a bar with a friend of mine and i was having a really bad time at that moment in my life and um um, adrian from assuming we survive was with me um and he was like he he, like came up to me and i got this he came up to me and he was like you know i was like the whole night i'd been like obviously depressed and i was just kind of sitting there going and he was like he goes, he walks up to me, he goes, you know, at least that looks pretty on you. Mm-hmm. And I so quickly was like, can I have that? <laughs> Let me write that down real quick. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, sure. Go for it. Um, and then I had that, I had that for like well over a year, just sitting in my phone. Um, I was like, I have to make this work. Yeah. And getting sad looks pretty on me to work in a chorus was really difficult because, and it didn't work actually, technically I say, I should know how to make sad look good on me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then later in the chorus, in the last chorus, I'm like, you know, big, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and yeah, uh, that's how it came along. It just, he said it one day and I was like, oh my God, that's like literally the most beautiful string of words put together ever. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's, you know. Good old Adrian. I miss him. Oh, yeah. Adrian. Just, just, you make it sound like he's dead. 
Oh. He's not. He's not. Okay, home. good. Good. He's alive. I did get a little worried. I was like, oh. Okay. Oh, well. no. oh, great. Okay, good. Wait. It. So, was the track first or the album first? Oh, like the, the song came first. The song came first. Yeah, I typically name our album off with something on the on the record. Like it's okay. usually the song title. I don't like to do the whole random. Oh, random lyric. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. That's Makes fair. sense. Uh, so can you tell me a little bit about your writing process for this record? Sometimes we make random things up and then we all go into the studio and we go, how do we make this tight? <laughs> I have a story. I have a story for, for you guys. Okay. We, we wrote, I think, I think we either wrote part of Alkaline or part of Lavenders or might have been something else highly. But remember guys, when we were... We were staying at a hotel. Cody was with us. We brought Cody's computer in. We were writing a song, and then a tornado hit. Yes. Huh? Yeah. We were in Oklahoma. Yeah. You know, Oklahoma. We wrote, um, it was when we wrote um, "Drenched by the Water," which we never released. That's what it was. Yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> that was, we were like oh, all excited. Uh, yeah, this would be great. And then the uh, the sirens started going off. Oh. Like, what is that? <laughs> Like, oh my close, god! They're like, yeah, just close the blinds in case the windows blow out, so you don't get stopped by ga- like glass. And I was like, okay. Yeah. What's that gonna do? Okay. Um, a tornado came. We so that fine. that sums yeah. up yeah. the entire writing process right there. <laughs> yeah. Um, lots of writing with XB. We've written both of our albums in garages. Uh, actually. All of our music has been written in garages. <laughs> um, all of it. I've recorded most of my vocals either in a garage or in a closet. Okay. Uh, I think we went to a studio one time to like re-record some stuff. Yeah. And I did like five songs in one day. It just oh God, that yeah. is impressive. Um, I was like, it was crazy. <laughs> but yeah, for the most part, it's like we go to John's. Or like, well, like have some ideas, like some either like a guitar riff or like a bass riff. Like that's how Fake Rich started. So I've had like some random bass riff and that mm. was that whole song. And then uh, for, uh, trying to think. For Strawberries, it was like a Latin beat or whatever, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then it, are, it, you, are you listening? Over. I already had the vocals written prior, which that's the first time that's ever happened. I've never written like that before. Yeah. Um, it kind of random. Just whatever comes when it comes and how it comes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, can you tell me where your headspace was while creating this album? Like six or seven inches, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. No, no. I don't know. Like, maybe like 50 cubic centimeters. I think you guys <laughs> have to get the measuring tape out. Yeah. Nine yeah. cubic. Circumference, like three. I just, uh, yeah. Um, I think as a unit, like as a whole, um, a lot of it was just like this record was harder for us, in my opinion. Uh, personally, I just think it took us a lot longer because we were touring and then we would like come back, and then it was like this weird cycle of like trying to write songs, and it was just it took a lot longer than expected. And then um, uh, for me personally, this is like the first record I wrote. Well, we've only written two. So this is <laughs> the first record that I wrote that like, um, I was actually genuinely happy, oh. which was hard at first. 
it was really confusing to write like that because damn soul I was like just in my early 20s I was like massively depressed Mm -hmm. and like I was just sad and then this record I I mean I'm still sad but um I had a like I'm older now I I have a little bit more grasp on who I am as a human being and like I can I've like learned to accept and um essentially like go of my depression and and like accept that it is who I am it's what I'm dealing with and so it was like the first time I've actually written like a little bit on like a more happier side and not like I want to die yeah so um yeah it was really weird that was that was really weird for me it's also ironic because the album titles that at least had looks pretty on me so yeah. <laughs> I mean I have my sad songs so of course you know. yeah, yeah. gotta have it on every album uh so what band or artist influence do you think you hear the most on this record Elvis Presley you <laughs> <laughs> never referenced Miley Cyrus I mean, Elvis Presley um Miley Cyrus I we referenced Lavenders for her for that song okay, uh, okay. Should we reference her a lot? Yeah. As you should. Yeah. And not even just like her pop. This is way before her like little pop, like rock record. Like like her old pop stuff was like, we referenced yeah. her a lot. Um, I don't. We say like, the, oh, we like, okay. So like when we, like say for example, whenever we like think of bands, like, okay, we like, we like Bring Me the Horizon a lot. We, we like to use some, we like to go to them for, maybe textures and ideas and sounds, but with yeah. their own versions, you know? Same thing with, like, Architects, and, like, we, we love that band. We love listening to those dudes, but, like, I'm sure that there's little influences from here and there coming in from, like, the drums and the guitar and bass mm-hmm. world, you know? Um, but I don't know. It's kind of hard to really, like... Because we pull from so many different things, and then at the same time, we collectively, you know kind of feed off of each other's energy especially in the studio so everything just kind of shifts you know it starts with one idea then it just kind of changes you know yeah snowballs i guess so you brought up bring me the horizon and architects and you guys sound obviously nothing like them is that more from (laughs) like a production standpoint or is that just something that you guys like you guys want to play like that whoa wait a minute we don't like that (laughs) sebastian just showed up i'm all out of men oh Thought we were a ripoff this whole time. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, right. Just copy and paste. Yeah. Oh, hey, Seb. Welcome to oh, the okay. oh, well, uh, well, there. Oh, you popped in. There we go. Hello. You know, that's a good question. There's a lot of times we'll like start writing, so, like we'll reference a song. Um, like for example, we're writing right now, and we referenced a song from The Lion King. Um, oh, what? You just sometimes <laughs> you just do those moments. Yeah. And um. And they turn out cool and they just go. You just like start with an idea. You're like, I really like the, the, like the emotion, like this song. Typically, I feel like we start with like tempo. Mm-hmm. That's like our number one. We're like, okay, well, we want to write something a little faster. So we'll be mm-hmm. like 280, you know? Although it was 190 and then we dropped it down. There was one song we started at 190 and dropped it down. I remember yeah, that. And we ended yeah. up having it. Um, uh, so- kind of crazy is that like it seems like no matter what we go for like even if we're just like you know what let's make a hardcore song and drop b you know mm-hmm. at this point, uh, <laughs> like no matter what we go for it still somehow ends up sounding like us yeah because okay. that's uh broken home or oh fuck are you listening sorry we changed the yeah. game, like, literally the last second are you listening <laughs> 
Um, it's in drop E. B. Okay. It's in drop Drop B. It's like, whoa. <laughs> like we tried to do something heavy. And drop yeah. B. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I know. Um, that's low. That's the lowest we ever tuned ever. Ever. So it was definitely very different for us. Definitely. Wait, so you said that you changed like the song name last minute. Why did you change it? Because Broken Home's so cliche. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the most That's cliche valid. song title you could ever, ever release. So um, yeah, I changed it. Literally, we were filming, looking up the lyrics and I was like, I was like, Broken Home. And I was like, you know, I don't like that. Are you listening? I just picked the first line I looked at. Oh my God. I think that sounds <laughs> okay. much better. Yeah, I mean, it does sound nice. So yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> Uh, so this one should be super, super fast. Off the top of your head, I want you to describe this album for new listeners in three words. All of you have to do it. It's the shit. <laughs> Perfect. That's wonderful. <laughs> That's wonderful. That's one person. Uh, this is supposed to be fast. Uh, yeah. Just like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> words. Wait, can we, can oh, we curse it? it. Yeah. Yes. That is fuck. All okay. Right. That's good. That's good. Uh, yeah, bitch. Yeah. That's amazing. Uh, I love that. I love that so much. <laughs> avocado toast. <laughs> Just oh, okay. 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 <laughs> is there is there any meaning behind <laughs> avocado toast? <laughs> no, it's just Josh. Okay, avocado Josh. So good. All right. Solid. And now we've learned that Josh can't count words either. Two words to describe the record, not three. So is that what the album tastes like to you then? Avocado toast? It's delicious. It's delicious. All right. <laughs> there it is. It's delicious. Still two. It's still two. You're it is delicious. Yeah, there you Very go. Delicious. There we go. So you guys learned today Josh cannot count at all. No. Um, Josh plays drum. <laughs> Yeah, he can't count at all. He's our drummer. <laughs> Sometimes if you get him high enough, he can't talk either. No. Uh, if you don't get him high, he can't talk. Touche. Yeah. Just constant struggle over there. Uh, yeah. So in that same train of thought with the avocado toast, is there a certain feeling you want <laughs> listeners to have while going through the album? Euphoria. Uh, avocado toast. <laughs> so oh, no, bye. Oh, I relate to that emotion. Avocado toast. I'm just gonna put uh, you over here. I would say uh, hopefulness. Yeah. Okay. Actually, mine goes back. Yourself. Mine goes back oh. to the three words I said. I want them to feel like yeah, bitch, yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. <laughs> Empowerment. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, so you guys actually went on tour with jumpsuit apparatus, uh, the red jumpsuit apparatus yeah. in 2018. What was that like, and how did that happen? Uh, their drummer's our producer. Okay. Oh, well, that makes it easy. <laughs> yeah, that, the, yeah, that's John Espy. The first run was a favor, um, and then the second one, like we were, I guess we were just really cool, and they thought we didn't suck, so they were just like, "We'll take you for the second one." And then they had a third run, and they were like. I don't want to change. And so we ended up doing like a whole year with them. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, pretty really great. that's awesome. It uh, was an eye opening experience for sure. Definitely. Those, cause those guys have been doing it for so long and yeah. they're, they're such humble people. And honestly, I look at for him for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I look at uh, Ronnie as like Yoda in a, in a lot of ways. 
<laughs> yeah, we interviewed him a while ago, and he's very soft-spoken, but, like, everything that comes out of his mouth is so, like, intelligent. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I was yeah. like, God damn, just keep on talking, man. I'm learning so much. Exactly. Literally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can't relate. <laughs> we got avocado toast from you guys that's what more can you ask for uh, that was so intelligent I didn't, I didn't laugh as much during the red jumpsuit apparatus interview I'll tell you that exactly. <laughs> um, so where do you guys see the band in the next five years Madison Square Garden three nights in a row three nights in a row all of us that's been our answer since day one, literally. Every interview, if you watch any interview and that question is brought up, we all answer the exact same way. Okay. Amazing. I love that. All right. Um, so for the last couple questions, we're actually going to shift away from music, if that's okay with you guys. Love it. Sick. So we're going to go straight to death row. Boom. So if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? Dumplings with Thai iced tea. <gasps> that was so yo fast. oh my god we're almost the same thing really <laughs> yeah i'm um uh oh my god what do i say thai basil tofu thai basil tofu with um uh taro boba tea yes oh my god <laughs> yes love it yeah yellow curry Ooh, yum yeah that's good mm-hmm. do you have uh, a drink for me a, oh, yeah, drink? a drink yeah fucking jameson Okay. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm getting lit. I'm going to die tomorrow. Like, Why not? <laughs> you know what I mean? Make <laughs> uh, it. What about you? Uh, Atlantic Ocean uh, Goblin Shark. That way it would give me more time to figure out how to get out. Hmm. Do you yeah, have I'm- a drink with that shark? Um, <laughs> uh, Space Bananas. Okay. Yeah, okay. You heard me. Yeah. yeah. That's what he called his. Uh... Oh. It's <laughs> 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 banana. <laughs> Can you imagine? Just... Oh my god. Okay, so we did a cruise, and him and I shared a room, mm-hmm. and uh, he had sex, and he oh. put a sequence <laughs> thing on the doorknob, and I didn't get it. Oh no. <laughs> Um, and I was sock on the doorknob, right? Was was... Locked, and I just pictured him walking, just me trying to open it. And he's like, Space banana! <laughs> Space banana! Yeah, yeah. Wait, was it a sock? Wasn't it a sock? It a sock. It's, it's supposed to be a tie. Yeah. Oh, we don't wear those. <laughs> yeah, I, I bring a tie. like. Okay, Josh, what's yours? I would say. Avocado toast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Avocado toast. Uh, Sprinkled with Old Bay and then with a fried egg on top. And then for my drink, bottomless mimosas, man. Just go out. Fuck it. All right. Oh. Brunch day. He's for being white girl life. wasted. Hell right. Oh, <laughs> so, no. When I What's die, I just, like, vomit everything and they have to clean it all up. That's the best part. Uh, this is Rookie. He likes to sit in my lap. <laughs> I noticed. <laughs> Oh, good boy. That's a good boy. Uh, so, if you could live in one fiction world for a week, where would you live? Fictional world? Yes. Star Wars. Oh. Tatooine. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. that too. Really? Or, or like Cowboy Bebop? <gasps> Yo, my brother loves that. Oh. I got him the vinyl. Oh, um, nice. yeah. yeah, the soundtrack vinyl. He loves just that show. Just be a farmer so you boy. You just go anywhere you want, whenever, and there's not, like, off the, you can, like, just, war, you know, like. Exactly, yeah. It's kind of sick. I'm torn between Dragon Ball Z World 
mm-hmm. or make it and you got me on this one i think you can back me on this um what is thor's it's like that's not middle asgard, yeah, asgard. but what mm-hmm. what's the okay so yeah either either dragon ball z world or asgard i think either one of those you guys Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Asgard would be a really great choice. I'd just be like, all right, yeah. let's just get free food all the time and just party. Mm-hmm. Plus, you can travel. There's the rainbow thing. You can go to different places. <laughs> yeah, that's how I felt about Bebop. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, good choices. I love them. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially Bebop. Cowboy Bebop's amazing. Um, I think we're the same person. I think so. <laughs> uh, so I have the honor of asking the last question. Every single person you've spoken to has actually said it is the most important question. What is your favorite color? Orange. Yellow. Orange, yellow. Matte pink. Pink. Gunmetal gray. Matt. <laughs> oh, Matt. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, solid, solid. answers. Good answers. Uh, so as Glory said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything that you guys would like to plug? Yes. Please listen to our new record, Sad Looks Pretty On Me. It's pretty cool. I think we did a really good job. We charted on Billboard. My oh, yeah. should. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, actually, I put that in the chat that we charted on Billboard, and everyone's like, good job. <gasps> what? They didn't hype you up? It's like, you suck. Yeah. <laughs> My family. Um, no, but yeah. Uh, listen to Sad Looks Pretty On Me. I hope you like it. I hope you enjoy it. We'll see you this fall on tour. All right. And if you like it, eat avocado toast. <laughs> so yeah. true. The Send album pictures of avocado toast. The album when tastes like avocado toast. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, thank you for sitting out with this guy's Spin Rivals and uh, We're the Good Noise podcast.